Ketubotaf Mem Gimal, the last thing we're discussing was a machloke between Rabbanan Rabbi Shimon. If someone made a claim on someone, he was honest on Fateh's daughter, and the other person said, no, I didn't, and then he admitted it. The question is, is he hayav to pay an extra fifth for lying and a korban asham or not? According to Rabbi Shimon, we're only looking at the knas part, and a person doesn't have to pay a knas based on his own admission. According to Rabbanan, they look after the boshet and pagam part, which is real money, which is real damages that the person has to pay, and therefore he would have to pay an extra fifth plus give a korban. And with that, we're starting Mem Gimel Amud Aleph, six lines in towards the end of that line, where it says, Ba'amine Rabbi Abina Merav Sheshat. Rabbi Abina asked a question from Rav Sheshat. So the halacha is, if a man marries a woman, she has a daughter from a previous marriage. Part of the ketubah is that the husband has to feed that daughter. Even if that father dies, the brothers now have to feed her. That's part of the condition of the ketubah. That's tenai ketubata. So bata nizonet mina ahin, the daughter who is eating from her mother's ketubah, based on the, that condition, ma'aseh uh, lemi. She's eating from the brother. So the question is, let's say she goes and she has a job. Who gets that money? If she finds something in the street, who gets it? Is it bimkom av kaimed? Do we say the brothers are instead of the, the father? The same way over there, because the father feeds her anything she makes, any profit she makes goes to the father. So you have to say the same thing. The brothers, uh, they're feeding her, so they get anything that she profits from. Or maybe, maybe they're not the same as the father. Because over there, she's eating mamash from that father. And Hachan over here, love me did whom it does not. She's not eating from them. It's from the, the escrow account that the father set up. So the Gemara explains, We learned in the Mishnah, Almana eats from the, the, the assets of the Yetomim. That's her, the, from her Ketubah. That's the condition over there. And whatever she makes goes to the brothers. And you have to say the same thing with her daughter. Whatever she makes goes to the brothers who are feeding her. The Gemara says, Midame, what are you comparing? Almanato lo nihale beharvaha. Over there, the whole condition of the Ketubah, the reason he's giving her all this is because he doesn't want her to have anything extra. This is what I'm giving you. Don't have anything extra. But if it's his daughter, it's his stepdaughter, her daughter, whatever the case is, he'd rather have a little bit extra. So the Gemara asks, You're saying that to the father, his daughter is worth more to him than his made a person who left over an almana with a daughter, like the same rules, like like a person who left a daughter and sons. That's been chasim watin. That's if there's not so much assets to feed her from. And the same way, in the same way, if there's a daughter and brothers, is on it, she gets uh, the food. The brothers let them go uh, collect money uh, by the doors. You have to say the same thing with an almana by the bat. The almana gets the food and let the daughter go knock on doors and collect money. Meaning the Almanah is more important to him than the, the, is the daughter. 
So the Gemara explains, when it comes to disgrace, if a person's more hashuv, his wife, he doesn't want her knocking on the door, and he'd rather that over his daughter knocking on the door. But when it comes to making a little bit more money, he'd rather his daughter or his stepdaughter, whatever the case is, he'd rather that girl make a little bit more than the almana. And again, that's all when there's very little money. So the Gemara asks a question. Yosef asks a question to Rav Shishat. Whatever money she makes, profits, and whatever she found while her father's alive, even though she didn't get that money yet, if the father dies, it goes to the brothers because the father was like Zohen it already. And it sounds like only because the father's still alive. It sounds like once the father passes away, the Atzma would go to her. My love, doesn't it mean we're talking about a situation that she's getting money from the brothers and still the money does not go to the brothers? The Gemara says, no, maybe maybe we're talking about a situation where the brothers are not giving her money, but if they were giving her money, maybe it would go to the brothers. We could very well be talking about a situation where the father just had no money and uh, that's it. She went to work, she gets to keep what she has. So the Gemara says, if we're talking about a situation where there's no money and she's not getting fed from the, uh, from the brothers, then what's the Hidush? Of course uh, she doesn't have to give it to them. There's no reason to give it to them. Meaning, even according to the one who holds that a, a master could tell his slave, "Go work. I'm not feeding you. I'm not. Uh, I don't have to feed you." Of that's what an avid kenani. The pasuk doesn't say kitovla should be good with you, meaning you have to take care of him. But it says it has to be good kitovlo It has to be good with you. And lo, you can't tell him, uh, go figure it out uh, how you're going to eat and uh, I'm not feeding you. Kol can be told, the more so with the daughter. Of course, they have to let her eat. Meaning if she worked, uh, she, she eats it. Meaning if she's working, it's pashut that she gets to take it if they're not feeding her. You have to say, our Mishnah is talking about where they're feeding her and still whatever she worked for, she gets. So, Amar Ababa no, what are we talking about? She's not getting fed from the brothers. And the Hidush is, We're talking about a situation where she made good money, it's more money than she needs. The question is, what do we do with that extra money? Do we give it to the brothers or do we give it to her? And that's where the Mishnah stepped in and said, no, it goes to her, not the brothers. So now, with an Aleph, he's saying a big rabbi like Rav Yosef who asked that question from the Mishnah, he doesn't know that we're able to answer such an easy answer that she made a little bit extra money. And he gives us some uh, answer that's very weak that gets uh, pushed away. explains Rav Yosef had a problem with the language of the Mishnah. The katan it says over there, It said anything she made and anything she found, even though she didn't uh, get that payment yet, and that's his problem. miman gavya. What are you talking about? Who does she extract payment from? Who does she take payment from? Uh, from it's, it's it's something found. You found it on the street. You take it. Isn't this what it really means? And this was uh, where Rav Yosef was going with this. That 
whatever she made, any profit she made while, let's say, working, is like whatever she found. Same thing when she found something while the father's alive. It goes to the father. After her father died, whatever she finds goes to her. You have to say the same thing. You have to say the same thing with whatever she made. If it's while her father's alive, the father gets the money. After her father passed away, it goes to her. And Shmami, now would use, and that's why Rav Yosef learned it that way. Meaning it had to be talking about the actual wages that she made working and not about anything extra. And Itmar Nami, it was said also like this, Amar Yudah, Amarav, Batan, Izunat Minahim, Maaseya, Deal Atzma, a daughter who's getting fed from the brothers, anything she makes, it goes to her. And Amarav Kana, my Tamat, the reason, Ichtivit, Nahaltem, Otam, Nebnechem, Aharechem, you give the Avadim Kanaanim, you give it as an inheritance to your children afterwards. Otam, the Benechem, Dafka, the Avadim Kanaanim to their children, as Yerushav, Loben, Otachem, the Benechem, and not your daughter. To your your children, to your boys. Magid, what is come to teach me? A person does not give over the rights of his daughter to his boys. Maybe that pasuk is talking about uh, the money that uh, we, that the father would get from fines, like in the pitui case or ones case, or if she got hurt and someone owes her money. Vechen, and we also learned on the Brayta, Tana Rav Hanina bePituy Abatuk Nasot VeChabalot Aktum Adaber. That pasuk is talking about money that she would get from a fine from seduction or from ones or damages. The Gemara says, yeah, but how could you compare? Chabalot is Sarah de Gufani, no. Damages is pain of the actual body. That's not like work. She should get that. That shouldn't even be connected to the the Knasa stuff. So the Gemara explains, Amar Rabbi Yosi Bar Hanina. No, we're talking about He damaged her. Whoever damaged her, damaged her in the face. And over there, he damaged her enough. Now the father, whatever money he was going to make on her as an Amar Ivriya, he, it's going to get lower. He doesn't make as much money. And over here, the Torah had to tell us that it goes to, her, to the daughter after the father passed away and not to the brothers. And by the way, anyone who gets a chance, look up the Ritaba who explains the difference between a damage on the face to anywhere else on the body. Anywhere else on the body, there is boshet and pagam, that's for sure, but there's not as much depreciation than if it's a, a scratch or a damage on the face. Now, the Gemara brings down Amarav Zera, Amarav Matna, Amarav, and some say it was Amarav Zera, Amarav Matna, Amarav. Daughter who is being fed from the brothers, whatever she makes cost her. You're going to give the, uh, them over. We're talking about you give them over to your children as an inheritance. You give the to your, your boys and not your daughters to your boys. So we learn from here that a person does not give over the rights to his daughter to his uh, boys. Amade Abimi Barpapi, so Abimi Barpapi tells Rabbi Zera, Shakud Amara, the rabbi who's nicknamed Shakud, who said it in the name of Rav Matna, in the name of Rav. The Gemara asks Shakud Manu, who is this Shakud that you talk of? So he explains, it's Shmuel. He's the one who said it. Why Shakud means he's set, he's sitting, he's set in saying his words according to Halakha. 
The Gemara says, yeah, but Harav Amarav. Didn't we say Rav is the one who said it? So he explains, Emma Af Shakud Amarav. Also Shakud said it, meaning also Shmuel holds that way. And Amar Mor Bar Ame Mor Darabashe, Mor Bar Ame Mor Taz Rabashe, Hachi Amre Bet Nehadeh Ezra, we say in Nehadeh, Halcheta Kevateh Rav Sheshat, Alchaz like Rav Sheshat, that a daughter who's being fed from the brothers, whatever she makes goes to the brothers. The same thing like an Almana. And Rav Asher Amar Hilcheta Kevateh De Rav, that whatever she makes goes to her. The Hilcheta Kevateh De Rav, and the Halacha is like Rav. Next Mishnah. Hamareset Bito Vegersha, a person was Mekadesh, his daughter to someone else, she was like Tana, Ne'ara, and then she got divorced, and then Ersai, then she got engaged again to someone else, and this time Venita Milan, this time she became a widow. Before she got married, the guy died. And she's still a Ktana or Ne'ara. Ktubata Shelo, the Ktuba money from that engagement goes to the father. Hisi'a Vegersha, if her father got her married and then she got divorced, Hisi'a Venita Milan, she got married and she got she became an Almana widow. Kedubata Shelo, her Ktuba money goes to her because the minute she got married, that's a different story, she becomes a different person. Rebu Daomer, Harishona Shelav, the first Ktuba that she gets from her first marriage, that goes to the father. Meaning once she got married, it doesn't make a difference if she got divorced or she became widowed. It doesn't make a difference. Once she got married, that's it. The money goes to her. And the Gemara is medayek. Ta'ama, it sounds like the hisi'a v'gersha, hisi'a v'nit armela. It sounds like she got married, she got divorced, she got remarried, she uh, she became a widow. And that's it. But if she became a widow two times, she can no more get married. She has a hazaka that makes her husband die. This goes back to Gemara and Yebamot of Samechdal. She becomes like a hazaka. There's something wrong with her mazal. Because it's up to the the husband to feed her, and it's I guess it's her mazal that no one's supposed to feed her, and that's it. So then, why you only mention the hidgasha v'nita So once we're already discussing in a in a roundabout way, the Tana wants to tell us that kiribi that he holds like kiribi the amar When it comes to this halacha. That when it comes to this thing, even two times is a hazaka. So if two husbands died, that's it. She can't get remarried. And we don't hold like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, who says the hazaka would only be after three husbands died. So that's why they mentioned in a roundabout way that she got divorced the first time and then she became a widow. So from there on out, the money goes to her. But didn't want to mention the case of two husbands dying. Next, we learned the Mishnah Rabbi Yehuda Omer Harishona Shel Av. Rabbi Yehuda holds... That whatever happened in the first marriage goes to the father. The second one he didn't mention. So the Gemara asks, "My What's Rabbi Yehuda's reason?" So Rabbi Yosef, they both explain, because the father got the rights to them from the time of Irusin when they got engaged. But after she got divorced from the first husband, she is no longer under her father, and therefore this, the second ketubah belongs to her. Now, Rabbah has a problem with that explanation because Mativ Omer Harishona Shel Av that the first tuba goes to the father. Umodere Biuda and Biuda agrees to Hachamim Bim Areset Bitoke Sheiktana. But if a person got, he got his daughter engaged when she's a Ktana Ubagran, then she got older. The Hakechni said. So if a girl got engaged uh, two days before her twelfth uh, birthday. 
and then uh, she became a Bulgarian, and seven months later she gets married, and then her father has no rights to her, and therefore if her husband divorces her, she gets the Ketuba, not to her father. And Rabbi asks, Am I? Why? We should also say over here, that the father got this Ketuba, or he has the rights to the Ketuba from the time of engagement, which was two days before her 12th birthday, so it belongs to him. Rather, if Rabban of Yosef explained to Rabbi this is what they really meant to say. Rabban of Yosef, they both say, since this Ketuba was written under, uh, under him, meaning when she was under him, this Ketuba was written, therefore he gets it. It's like, says, okay, if that's the case, from when does she extract payment from that Ketuba? Meaning, if she has a Ketuba, that means she has a right to her husband's uh, land or property or assets, from a certain point, either from when it was signed, either when it was written at some point, and therefore if some if the husband sold land or he sold assets to someone, she could come and take that out. The question is from what time does it go by when it was written, or does it go by when the actual marriage went into effect when this ktuba started uh, being worth something and so Ravuna explains. That Maneo Matayim, which uh, comes uh, from Takanat Hachamim, or it comes from uh, Mishat Erusin. Therefore, the minute uh, that Ketuba was written, there's an engagement that uh, took place. At that point, he's Hayav the Mane and Matayim. So he has to pay her for that from that point. Anything extra, that's from already when the marriage took place. Doesn't make a difference if it's the money, my time, if it's the extra stuff that he wrote to the Ketubah, it's always from the time they got married. And the Gemara asks, Did Ravuna really say that money, my time is from the time of Irusin? Didn't we say, A woman pulls out two Ketubot, so she gets divorced, now she pulls out two Ketubot, one of them says, he owes her 200 like every other Betulan. The other one says he owes her 300. Meaning he added another uh, mane out of his own pocket as a Ktosef Ktuban, uh, addition to the Ktuba. The Amaravuna of Ravuna says, If she's coming to get the 200, then Govam is Manishon, and she go, it goes from the original time, the time when the Ktuba was written. If she wants to come get her 300, then she gets from the second time, when the Aktuba actually took into effect, when there was a marriage. Now, if we go by what Ravuna explained before, that Manima time from the original date, and the, the extra, the Tosefet, is from the date that they actually got married, then if that's the case, then the 300, if she's coming with the Aktuba for 300, then the 200 she should get from the original time. And the other hundred of that three hundred, she should get that from the second time that's written in that ketubah when they actually got married and everything took its place. The Gemara says, "Yeah, but you can't go. You can't say that because based on that, then she should get five hundred. Meaning, the first two hundred from the original time." Telat me'an three hundred mizman sheni from the second time or the second date. There's two ketubot over here, and uh, just say one was written at one date, one was written on the second date, and uh, she should uh, get both. Let's ask a question. Why is she not getting the full 500? 
because he did not write in that second ketubah that I agreed to add to you another 300 on top of your 200. So obviously there's no two ketubot here. Maybe something wrong, or something went wrong with the first ketubah. That's why they wrote a set, second ketubah. So really, this is really what he's trying to tell her. If you're getting your money from the first uh, date, then you only get 200. But if you're getting your Ktuba money from the second date, then you'll get 300, and the first one is uh, nullified. Same thing over here. This is the reason that she doesn't get 200 from the first date, 100 from the second date. Because he didn't write in that second ketubah, I'm adding 100 to the 200. It shows you that that she forgave the original ketubah and everything connected to it. And that's why she wouldn't get it at the first date. But if he said, I'm adding, then yeah, the first part you'd get from the first date, the second part you'd get from the second date. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam, amen ve'amen.